Welcome to the Celebration Community Church Podcast, where we exist to meet God, grow in Him, and serve through Him. Well, hello, and welcome to the C3 Podcast. My name is Nathan. I'm really grateful that you're joining us wherever you're listening from. I'm excited to start Season 2 of the podcast. So we have encountered a lot of really helpful feedback that is going to direct the way that we change the podcast, you know, as a as an introductory thing during season one. We didn't know exactly what would be the most effective tools to help our congregation. I think that we've uh, gained some insight into what the, the people actually who listen to this actually want, actually are willing to digest, both through some statistics and then from some anecdotal conversations that we've had. So I'm really grateful for you, one, giving us your time and trusting us with your time, but also I'm grateful for the fact that you uh, continue to listen, that you continue to allow us uh, at the church to be a spiritual influence in your life. I'm going to go over what we're going to go through in season two. This podcast is going to be just a little bit different from season one, so stay tuned for that. First, we're going to start off with a clip from our first episode about communion. Again, not that there is inherently a lot of things that are wrong with that. I grew up in the Lutheran church, and we went through a a, um, course called Catechism to take communion. And the way that we would take communion in the specific Lutheran church that I was at is we would get ushered up to the altar at the front of of the worship space. And we would kneel down as the pastor would walk along, and he would set a, he would set a wafer on our tongue as we stuck it out. And then sometimes it was a common cup that would be given. Imagine this in COVID times. Um, there was a common cup that would that everyone could drink out of and would be wiped. Um, and then, but it really got more to the individual cups that he was handing out. By the time I was old enough to do it, um, and you know, there is there's definitely a difference in in that in, as far as. Um, what happens there there's a little bit more reverence I think that naturally comes when you're walking forward and kneeling down and having a pastor or priest or um, someone like that giving it to you but at the same time I wasn't making much of the decision other that when the usher got there and nodded his head at my row I was going to get up and walk forward and and I was waiting for it the the process to happen to me instead of being a part of the the, the process of choosing when I'm personally ready to go and take communion and and how that process happens. When we considered what the church had already been offering, like teaching on a weekend or the pray today kind of things, we wanted to make the podcast a distinctly different space where we could discuss in more detail uh, some things that may not have a place in either of those camps or uh, perhaps in the small group as well. 
And here's where we kind of landed. We landed on the idea of discussing our statement of faith, which you can find on the website, which is c3hays.com. And what we're going to do is we're going to go through and we're going to look at the biblical precedent for everything that we believe and, and that we stay, uh, uh, that we profess in our statement of faith. You know, when I think about this, I think that faith is not primarily an intellectual pursuit. When Jesus in, in John 5 is talking to the Pharisees, I don't think that he's trying to convince them of something that they should already believe or know. I think that what he's trying to do is to redirect the, the faith that is there, that is compromised of a complex uh, a complex relationship between belief and experience. But here's what Jesus says. He says, starting in verse 39, you diligently study the scriptures because you think that by them you possess eternal life. These are the scriptures that testify about me, yet you refuse to come to me to have life. So a really interesting presupposition by Jesus, he, he one, talks to the Pharisees that I think get a bad rap in modern day, and he says that you do study diligently. You are intellectually engaged in your faith. However, these same scriptures point to me, and you're missing me here in the flesh with you. So instead of trying to find intellectual reasons to believe why we do things. What we want to do is we want to first find the biblical precedent behind what we do. We then want to look at the historical development of these certain sacraments or beliefs. You know, one of the things that I can think about that we're talking about is the idea of the Trinity. And the Trinity has kind of moved around and is a really hard concept to grasp and has been over the years. I think that the heresy, which means incorrect beliefs about God, that existed in the 200 ADs when the first, when the first churches were really trying to wrap their heads around this, are the same heresies that really exist today. You know, Ecclesiastes reminds us that there's nothing new under the sun, and certainly our beliefs and our incorrect beliefs about God are included among those. So if it's not an intellectual pursuit, here's what we're going for. We're going for looking to see how the Scripture supports how we should do or should believe certain things about God. Then we look at the historical um, line in which this has been fleshed out in the church that we have inherited. We don't come in into a vacuum of disembodied thought, but we inherit a tradition, a family that we belong to. Finally, what we want to do is we want to look at how we practice or walk out those beliefs today, and we want to examine those. Because if we're doing something incorrectly, if we have a wrong idea about something to be practiced, or if another church or denomination practices something differently, we want to be permissive in that, saying that there are several ways to practice some of these, but they're not the ones that our church holds as a conviction, and here are the reasons why. Perhaps you come from a different church tradition. I know that our our city has a rich Volga German history, and the idea of non-denominational evangelical Christianity can be a very foreign concept. It's the water that I was 
raised in, so it's very familiar to me, but that not may not be the experience that everyone has. So we want to trace through our statement of faith. And then we also want to go into some quote-unquote buzzwords that we use oftentimes when we slip into our Christian lexicon, our Christian vocabulary, and we want to flesh these things out. What does it mean to be saved? What does it mean to have faith? What does it mean to walk out our beliefs? What is Jesus referring to when he talks about eternal life? These are the kinds of things that we're going to cover in season two, and we're really excited to have you. We're hoping that this can be a helpful teaching tool that might maybe a, a more conversational and more open way for you to involve yourself in this, because we want to take you from where you are right now to somewhere where you feel that you are loved and close to God, and you can invite others into that experience. We're excited for season two. First episode coming up next week. And uh, grace and peace to everyone.